0: Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 25 of the Spy Who Loved Mega Ranger, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Denji Sentai Mega Ranger. Every week we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listener. My name is Matt J. With me as always is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how you doing today?
1: Doing all right, man. Doing all right. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I have been listening to Enya's Boudica on repeat for two days now, and that's helping a lot. Great. So You know, I yeah. remember
0: uh, when I was in high school and I worked at the Borders Outlet store in North Homestead, uh, one of the managers there, his name was Greg, and he, at one point, would he put on an Enya CD to be playing overhead. Uh, because when we worked at the Borders outlet store, it was very loosey goosey that you didn't get like promo CDs to play. You could just walk over to the CDs that we were selling, open one up, and start playing it. The only rule the only rule was that if that was the only copy of it, and somebody wanted to buy it, we had to sell it to them.
1: Dude, I remember going into that store, and it was it was pretty wild, Westy. Like,
0: oh, yeah, dude. Uh, it was
1: it, it was definitely an experience that I missed. I picked up some changeling books there. Yeah, all
0: sorts of stuff would come through there. It was basically all the remaindered stuff that would like that didn't get sold at the main border stores. But I remember one time Greg put on this Enya CD. I'm like, really, Greg? Enya? Um, and he's like, listen, there are two sorts of uh, people in this world: the people who love Enya, and the people who are lying about the fact that they actually do love Enya, and they're just not willing to admit it to you.
1: I was going to say, it's a very good jam.
0: You know what else is a great jam, Dave? It's episode 25 of Denji Sentai Mega Ranger. It's called Just in Time. Time limit, 2.5 minutes. Really it's fun episode. an astonishingly
1: specific, a great episode, an astonishingly specific title.
0: Yes, uh, we will get into that in just a few moments. But of course, first, Dave, we have our officially award-winning opening segment, Shining in the Heavens, There Are Five Stars. What is our first
1: star of the week? Well, Matt, when this episode comes out, it's going to be either uh, Thanksgiving Day or the day before Thanksgiving. And I'm in kind of a Thanksgiving mood, right? Getting my my Thanksgiving groceries in. And Mm -hmm. I have some cans of Libby's pumpkin. Now, if you've never made a pumpkin pie from scratch, uh, by the way, Matt, I actually got a pumpkin, carved it out, roasted it, cooked it down, and turned it into a pie a little while ago. Uh, Totally different food, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just surprise food. me. It shouldn't, but it is surprising. Um, anyways, here's the deal Libby's, if you've never, if you don't know this, there is a one name brand pumpkin. Like, if you buy pumpkin in a can, you know, there's like the various store brands or whatever, and there is one name brand, and it's Libby's, and all they make is pumpkin. Like, that's it. Right. As far as I know, there is not Libby's anything else. Oh, wait, you know what? I got to back that up now that I've said it. They might make corned beef hash. They might make corned beef hash. Okay, my bad. Libby's does make corned beef hash, but they also like Libby's does pumpkin. Anyways, on the top of the can, it says, I'm not looking at the, you know what, Matt? I'm going to go get the can. I just don't want to get the copy wrong.
0: No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I I can vamp for a minute. Uh, you know, the in the same way that Libby's is the best and only pumpkin, and pumpkin is basically the only thing that Libby's makes, with a few exceptions, um, I feel the same way about bitters. Like, Angostura bitters is the only bitters that most people have. But it is also the only product that Angostura makes that anyone has ever heard of. Like, I have never encountered Angostura other mixers. There's not Angostura grenadine. Uh, it's only the bitters. And the bitters is only Angostura. Dave, are you back yet?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm back. Okay. I'm sorry, Matt. I had to get both cans because there's two. The first one says, for Libby's Pumpkin inspiration, visit libbyspumpkin.com." And the second one says, that's right. Visit us at, hun- visit us at Libby's Pumpkin.com. Hundreds of recipes. And may I just say, Libby's, that's not right. That's bullshit. Because you know what this is. Right, you have you have one job. I'm not interested in hundreds of recipes. And mm. I'm a dude who like I'm a dude who likes pumpkin, pumpkin pie, yeah, obviously. I'll even have pumpkin soup, savory pumpkin soup with like onion and some curry powder. Sure, pretty solid. But as like, would... you
0: know, that you are important for one day a year.
1: Yeah, for real. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Matt. If they said visit us at Libby's Pumpkin for Ten recipes, I would be like, all right, like that. Okay, ten sure. recipes. There
0: are five ways you can make a pie.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I would, I would buy that if they were like, visit us for ten recipes, which is more than anyone needs. By the way, Libby's, you've been entirely successful with one recipe. It's been fine, but the fact that they put hundreds of recipes, I just no, I refuse. Absolutely not. Okay, now not.
0: Dave, Dave, Dave. We are both sitting at our
1: computers. I,
0: we, we've got to look. What is it? Okay. Libby'spumpkin.com?
1: Yeah, Matt. Libby'spumpkin.com. It'll redirect you to verybestbaking.com slash Libby's. Okay. Our pumpkin
0: recipes. Okay. Here's the wild thing. The first thing on the list is not pie. The first thing on the what list do we got? is
1: breakfast. Breakfast, okay. It's going pumpkin into pancakes. Categories. Pumpkin pancakes, quick breads. Now that's bullshit because sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna tone it back. I'm just very upset about this. Breakfast, mm-hmm. there's a picture of pancakes, and if you're t- if you're giving me pumpkin pancakes, that's just pumpkin pie in pancake form. Right. Same it's thing even with the pumpkin same as bread,
0: basically. It's it
1: a- yeah. Same thing with bread, that's also just pumpkin pie in bread form. Drinks, which I'm not looking at. Soup and salad, okay. Pumpkin cookies, again, that's just pumpkin pie in cookie form. Desserts, and then occasion. Maddeningly, there is no category for pie. And the picture of desserts is not a pie.
0: Although the picture for occasion is a pie, but it's not a regular pumpkin pie. It's like a pumpkin pecan
1: pie, I think. Okay, so the first thing on here for desserts is pumpkin pie tartlets? That's just pumpkin pie. And then there's also another one for pumpkin pie. And then there's autumn spiced pumpkin shortbread. And that's just pumpkin pie shortbread.
0: There's uh, there's pumpkin pudding, which is basically pumpkin pie that you forgot to put inside of a crust.
1: Okay. Crustless pumpkin pie, double-layer pumpkin pie, easy no-bake pumpkin chiffon pie, easy pumpkin pie, (laughs) pie, easy pumpkin pie rice pudding, gluten-free crust with Libby's something-something. This one is just for a pie crust, which does not involve the pumpkin. Libby's easy pumpkin pie, Libby's homemade pumpkin pie, individual pumpkin custards. That's just pumpkin pie filling. Yeah, Libby's yeah. dairy-free pumpkin pie. Libby's like, these are all pie. This I'm so angry. Like, I did not realize when I started this star how how angry I was going to be at Libby's on this stupid thing. Because and it,
0: the thing is, it's not as though Libby sells pumpkin seeds, I don't think, right? Like, they're talking specifically about their can of pumpkin stuff. So yeah. it's not even the full gamut of what you can do with a pumpkin, and it's already mashed up in a can, so you can't roast it like a you know, like a squash,
1: right? Yeah, I'm just I Matt, I need to move on. Like I'm just getting <laughs> I'm getting increasingly upset about this. Okay. Matt, what what is our I I sorry. I was about to start talking about another thing that I had seen and I just closed it. And one of the it was pumpkin brownies, mm-hmm. which I actually I'm gonna give them a little bit of credit for. I can see it. I think it probably would make a moist brownie. Okay. All, All right Matt and on a high note what is our it's a very very low bar to get back Matt it, it would not take me much to spiral again on Libby's what Matt is our second star of the week
0: uh, Dave's second star of the week this is a brief update to a star from last week is that I did end up uh, closing on that house that I was talking congratulations. about.
1: congratulations my congratulations is a little bit forced because, of course, I already wished you a hearty congratulations, sure, sure, but sure. congratulations, dude. Thank you.
0: It's very daunting because it's super broken. <laughs> um, but thankfully, it's like less than a mile from where I, I, I think I mentioned parts of this last week. It's less than a mile from where I currently live. Um, and so I can stay in my apartment and basically just like I haven't bought a house so much as I have bought like a huge project that's in another place from my house.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, the only difference is that eventually, Matt, you'll just start living in the huge project, so...
0: Right. Hopefully, it will feel less like a project by the time I'm in there. Um, Although, you know, it's an eternal project, I guess. Uh, The thing that I've realized, Dave, is that I have, in some way at least, outsmarted 2020. Because all year, the entire thing people have been saying... What have they been saying,
1: Dave? You gotta stay home.
0: home. You gotta stay home.
1: You can't go places. You can't go places. Don't go places. There's
0: one place you can be, and it's your home. Your home is your home. Your home is your office. Your home is the third place. Your home is the coffee shop. Your home is the bar. Your home is the school. Your home is everything. You have one place. You may not leave. Right? Stay home. Well, Dave, I got him. Cause now I got two homes. Now I got the place where I live and the place that I bought. So I can be two places and no one can tell me I can't be. If I'm on my way from one to the other, I'm just on my way home. It's perfect. It's flawless.
1: Dude, you did it. That I had not con- in this whole astonishingly in this whole process, I had not considered that angle at all.
0: Yeah, the 2020 has been coming at me for a long time. This is the combo breaker. Turn it around on him. Anyway, that's that's really all I had on the house subject. No, uh,
1: dude, it's super exciting. Um, the twins, I gotta say, are very excited to go see it. I told them that Uncle Matt had uh, <laughs> bought a house. And they, that they would get to go see it. So they are raring to go well, tear up your new house.
0: Well, it is already torn. Um, let, let's make sure it's mostly that's safe ideal. for a child. They can't
1: do much damage.
0: Well, that's true. But let's make sure that it is child safe before they do that. And there's not just like, you know, old nails sitting around. Because <laughs> eh. it's definitely in a state right now where there are just old nails on the floor somewhere. Like, I haven't seen them, but I know they're there.
1: But they're definitely there. <laughs>
0: Like you can just sense them. Somewhere there's a screw sticking out of a wall.
1: It's like the world's worst Spidey sense.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, I look forward to having you all over at some point. You know. Anyway, Dave, what is our third star of the week?
1: Matt, there's a long preface to the joke. This joke, as to why I am only now telling it. Okay. But I just, I just want to mention that it's actually happened, or I saw this quite a while ago. In the before times and uh, and I am only kind of sort of now getting around to telling you the story, so I was out with the draw on a drive with the twins because the twins like to drive around and uh, they like to go to the airport because you can see the planes kind of take off and land, and that 's very neat if you 're a young child i mean it 's neat in general when you sure. think about it, if you think about it, you 've thought about a plane recently matt
0: I mean Dave' there- not since about March. <laughs>
1: They're very cool. But anyway, they're extra cool if you are a small child. So we go to the airport. We just, like, hang out in the car in the cell phone parking lot and, like, you know, have snacks and watch the planes. So a uh, weird thing – actually, maybe it's not weird because I feel like every time I get into and out of an airport, there's always uh, strip clubs nearby. And that is the case in, in Cleveland. There's mm-hmm. a whole street – It's called Brook Park Road, and, like, 95% of all strip clubs in Cuyahoga County are on Brook Park Road, I think. At least it feels that way when you're driving down that road. It does feel that way. I don't know for sure because uh, I've never been to a strip club. I have no intentions of going to a strip club. Anyways, I was—but even from the outside, uh, you know, you can see that there are, like— nicer nicer ones and like less nice ones oh yeah you know like i'm not a dude who goes to strip clubs but if somehow i were in like a i don't know like a weird like a brain switching machine and i was suddenly the sort of dude who started to go to strip clubs like i there would be ones I still wouldn't go to. In the same you know. way
0: that I have an innate sense that there are some rusty nails sitting on the floor in my new house right now, you can tell without going in what sort of establishment a place is. I do. I think. Yeah.
1: So I was driving by one strip club. I don't remember the name of it. It was just a plain white box in the parking lot of I think a Home Depot. Okay. So one of, one of maybe the not great ones, and there was a sign on it out, out front, uh, it did not say, like, come party with our babes, did not say anything about amateur night. What it did say, Matt, was best burger in town. Really? And I thought, yep. And I thought to myself, first of all, that's almost definitely not true. And then I thought to myself, But, Dave, but what if it is? What if it actually is? What if it is? Come with me, Matt, on an imagination journey. I mean, there's only one
0: way to find out.
1: Well, okay. Well, I guess I'll never know. Um, But go with me on an imagination journey, Matt, wherein a sad Home Depot parking lot strip club does, in fact, have the best burger in town. Here's my mental tableau. There's the strip club portion of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's not a great one, right? Dude comes in. Let's call him Steve. Okay. Right? He's there, Uh, you know, for the reasons presumably one generally goes to a strip club. The burgers. Yeah, right. Uh, And then... I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> just like somebody comes, like a a damn performer comes over and is attempting to engage Steve, and he's just like, "Yeah, I just, I actually am kind of hungry," and she, like a look of fear c- crosses her eyes, and then like he's like, "Ah, let me just get like a burger," and she just like throws her like feather boa down in disgust, and Steve is very confused. And then the burger comes out and he eats it and he's a meat, like he's not interested in anything else anymore. Like this, this club cannot maintain a staff of dancers. They all quit because nobody ever makes any money.
0: Cause no one can compete with the
1: burger. No one can compete with the burger. There's like this weird, mad genius. I'm also very interested in the burger genius as to why he is working here. You know, who who
0: can fathom the mind of a genius? You know, sometimes they're just wired differently than you and me. Hey, listen, I mean, the best wine shop in my area is a gas station.
1: That's unlikely, but true. Matt, dude, you just threw a... The fact that that's true... Dude, Matt, again, I'm never going to find out because I don't go to strip clubs, but what if it's true? What if this place has the best burger in town and I'll never eat it? Wow. Well. I mean... <laughs> I can't handle that and Libby's, Matt. Uh, <laughs> this is a big what? week for you. It's a big week for me, man. What is the fourth star of the week? Okay, fourth star of the week is that I watched a show
0: on Disney+. Plus. And Dave? Me too. It was good.
1: Oh, What, what did you me watch? Me too. I've been watching The Mandalorian. It's extremely good.
0: Oh, you know, weirdly, I loved the first half of the first season of The Mandalorian. Like, loved it, loved it. And then just stopped watching for literally no reason. I need to go back and catch up.
1: oh bro, you do need to go back and catch up. It's actually very fun for me because very rarely uh am I do I experience like pop culture phenomena of that sort as it's happening. Mm-hmm. but I have been watching the Mandalorian pretty much since the beginning, and uh it does continue to get. Really uh it's very, very good. Anyways, what did you what did you watch? Okay, dude,
0: on Disney Plus they have this new a uh, show. It is a it is a mini documentary series where each episode okay. is on a different topic. You're already
1: speaking my language. Each each episode yes, is on a different great.
0: topic. The name of the show is six one six, and they're all just weird Marvel things. But like not Marvel cinematic universe things, just like Marvel comic stuff. Or, like, Mar- like, not even necessarily Marvel Comics, because the main one I want to talk about is the first episode of it is all about the Toei Japanese Spider-Man show. And it's, like, an hour-long documentary episode about the Japanese Spider-Man. And, Dave, it rules.
1: Matt, I'm not going to say... This can't be a love letter specifically to just me, because, obviously, you also exist. Mm-hmm. But, like, the... I- the fact that there is a series of hour-long mini documentaries about, like, I'm I'm not tearing up a little bit, but I did check to see if I was.
0: <laughs> um, if nothing, and listen, you should probably watch all of them. Um, I think they're all made by different people. So, like, each episode feels different than the last. Um, but, yeah, this uh, Japanese Spider-Man episode it's really great because I have seen other like mini documentary stuff that it's not always necessarily about um, like Super Sentai or Kamen Rider or like general like Toei, mm-hmm. Tokusatsu yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be like kind of about it. Like there's an episode of the series, The Toys That Made Us, that's about Power Rangers toys. And it goes into the history of Super Sentai a bit. But every time I've seen one of those, that,
1: I keep wanting to watch the toys that made us.
0: Uh, it's maybe don't. okay, uh, never mind. The, the presentation of it is not super great. and in the episodes where I feel like I know a lot of the background of that subject, I feel like they get stuff wrong. So then when I'm watching episodes about topics that I don't know that much about, I just like I'm just sitting there wondering like, what of this is wrong. Mm. Um. anyway, it's fine. The Toys That Made Us is fine. It's not great. There are some episodes that are better than others. Um. But this episode, like, it's just this really loving, like, study of the Japanese Spider-Man show. Like, they get the original cast members back to, like, like, talk to them about what being on the show meant to them. They got the guy who designed all the toys. They got the guy who was the like the like the in suit actor who did all the Spider Man stuff. Yeah, like, that the awesome. And they're just going on about like the history of this show in a really like cool, respectful way that like takes it seriously as its own thing, but also explains like how this kind of bizarre thing came to be. Like, one hundred percent recommend it. Loved it. Like, and also it's kind of heartwarming.
1: I don't know if I'm going to get Beth to be able to watch it, but um, I will definitely find some time. That sounds super excellent. Uh, What? Matt is our fifth star of the week.
0: Dave, fifth star of the week is another thing that I watched. Dave, did you know that the Animaniacs are back?
1: I did! I did know that, Matt, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
0: Oh, dude. Uh, Okay, here's the wild thing about the new Animaniacs show. Is that it's, it's just the Animaniacs. Like... There are definitely a lot of references, especially in the first episode, to like, hey, we were a thing in the 90s, and now we are a thing again. But, like, once they kind of get past that, it really just feels like new episodes of the Animaniacs. Especially the Pinky and the Brain parts, which are just, like, straight up, like, could have... Ex- well, I mean, they couldn't have existed 20 years ago because some of them were about, like, smartphones. But, um... Like, they really just feel like the same thing. And especially because, like, you know, the the actors who played Yakko, Wacko, and Dot were younger. Obviously, they were all younger. But they were, like, you know, I think probably closer to being young adults when the show was out in the 90s. Whereas, um, Maurice LaMarche, who plays The Brain was I think older than them to begin with and was just doing an impersonation of old man Orson Wells the whole time. So like, the brain just sounds exactly (laughs) like the brain. Like Yakko sounds Yakko sounds a little older. Weirdly, Pinky does not. And they're both Rob Paulson, I think. Um, But yeah, it's just really fun. Uh, If you liked the, like, I could not tell you objectively if it's as good as the original stuff, because I'm not you know, I was 9 when that show first started coming out and I am not 9 anymore. So it is hard to be objective about that sort of stuff. But I will say, if you like it, it is, like if you like the Animaniacs, it is good. There are jokes that made me laugh out loud by myself.
1: Dude, just real quick, you know what else is also on Disney Plus, Matt? Hmm. Gargoyles.
0: Dude, gargles. I did we not that we might have talked about that in the five stars before. That oh, was the, maybe we did. That was I don't the know. first thing that I watched when I got Disney Plus. Like, oh really? I have yeah. not had a
1: chance to go back. I haven't like gone back through the whole to
0: series. So. I watched the first like five episodes, and I meant to rewatch it all. The same way that I keep perpetually wanting to rewatch all of Cheers and not doing it. And so I've, Dude, I've seen like the first half of the first season of Cheers like ten times.
1: Cheers is
0: crazy good. Dude, I know. And the thing is, as much as I love that first season, like, the fact that I never get to the later seasons means I never run into Woody or Frasier.
1: Yeah, you're, you're missing Frasier. No, I did, never loved Woody. Well, fine. I mean, he's no coach, but he's fine. Yeah, he's no coach. He's, he's fine. But, guy, listen, if you have never watched Cheers, because it's like an old sitcom from the 80s, like, do yourself a favor and watch Cheers. It's amazing.
0: Uh, you know what else is amazing, Dave? It is episode 25 of Denji Sentai Mega Ranger. It is called Just in Time. Time limit, 2.5 minutes. It was written by Yasuko Kobayashi. Its original air date was August 10th, 1997. We are going to take a break. I'm probably going to mix myself a cocktail. And we're going to come right back and talk about it. He's Okay, welcome back. We have watched episode 25. I have made myself a martini. We are ready to talk about it. In case you're curious, medium dry. And I like to substitute, instead of olives, a couple of cornichons or French pickles. It's very nice. I like a
1: cornichon. I like the uh, cocktail onion. I like a, a cocktail dry,
0: onion, too. Uh, I feel Dry
1: with cocktail onion or a twist.
0: Twist is also very nice. I was doing a lot of twists during the summer, but uh, I prefer. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the 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 cornichons have a sort of a similar flavor profile to the cocktail onions because uh, the brine is kind of similar, but it's also a little more complex than that because it's not just like that straight white vinegar brine. There's like that some makes sense. mustard seed and turmeric, I think, in a in a cornichon brine.
1: Anyway. Uh, I want to say yes. Anyway, that is not irrelevant
0: to my life. It's very relevant to my life, but uh, it's not necessarily relevant to the lives of our listeners. So why don't we go into something that is relevant to everyone's life. Episode 25 of Denji Sentai Mega Ranger, just in time, time limit, 2.5 minutes. We begin yeah. with a recap of episode 24.
1: Yeah, um... So, if you recall uh, from last week, we have the new Ranger. He, new, uh, yeah, Mega, Mega Ranger. Mm-hmm. New Mega Ranger. He's Mega Silver. And he's not a high school student. His name is Yusuku Hayakawa. Mm-hmm. I just wrote down his first name, Hayakawa. Yusuku Hayakawa. And he is, in fact, in addition to being Mega Silver, he is like a division head at INAT. He, he is specifically the Chief of Special
0: Development Division.
1: Yeah. And so he is the dude who ultimately is like the lead designer for the Mega Ranger suits. Mega Silver is the prototype suit that he has now like kind of gone back and like resooped up and it's and it's and it's back in the field. Yeah. Here's the problem. Well, it's sort of a problem. Uh here's the wrinkle. I think maybe it's better to say he is, uh, he is off the res on this one. This is not like an authorized. <laughs> he just, he just decided to do this.
0: Yeah, he just like, you know, the prototype was sitting around. You know, like the. Uh... Well, we're
1: gonna get into this. We're gonna get into this. Okay. So don't go into too much detail. Yeah.
0: So the episode starts off with a brief recap, and then we cut to um Galaxy Mega or you know Mega Base One, and. The rest of his division is calling him. Then they're like, hey, um, you need to come back to the office. We have to complete, like, Project Mega. And I don't think we know what the big project his team is working on right now is.
1: Yeah, we do not know what it is.
0: I suspect it's either an upgrade to the suits or a new robot or something that we'll find out something. about later.
1: Yeah, but they're like, hey, man, um, you are the head of this division. Like, could you please... And he's like, guys, it's fine. Now, I I want to set the
0: scene a little bit. Not only is he, like, at his apartment talking about how it's fine and totally cool that he's not there. He is outside wearing a tank top, like, working on his motorcycle.
1: Yeah, um, his bachelor pad is, uh, at first it looks very janky. It's actually a lot nicer than the inside, but it's, like, down by a wharf, like, right on the water. Like, this is very clearly, like, a one-dot background, like, secondary residence Mm -hmm. that he has acquired for the specific purpose of being cool guy Yusaku, who is also Mega Silver. Right,
0: because he's got a dorm room on Galaxy Base 1, or, you know... Whatever the whatever it's called when it's not Galaxy Mega, when it's
1: a satellite. It does seem weird that it has two names, but yeah. So <laughs> And so he is he is hiding from Kubota. Well,
0: he's doing a very bad job of it.
1: We will well, get back yeah, to that in yeah, a yeah,
0: second. Um Oh, we'll get to that in literally one second, because Dr. Kubota is like Striding towards him with purpose, he's just like coming across a parking lot, staring at him.
1: I really dig that Doctor Kubota's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to friggin' go down there I'm gonna and gonna have drag to go this knucklehead back to
0: yell at this idiot."
1: And he does, because uh, Doctor Kubota rules. Doctor Kubota
0: does rule. This is a good Doctor Kubota episode. This is a great moment of his later.
1: Um, yeah, he is. Okay, so
0: we see Doctor Kubota approaching Yusuke, um, and. Then we cut away to the uh, the Mega Rangers, who are, yeah. like, hanging out in the... Okay, here's a question. They're hanging out in the uh, Digital Research Club in their high school. It is definitely the middle of summer.
1: It is. The only thing I can think of is that, like, maybe Japanese schools just stay open to, like, a greater degree than than American schools. But, like, honestly... Even in the summertime, I, there was probably very few days that I could not go out to the building if I, if for some reason I wanted or needed to. Yeah, but you There's, teacher. like, summer programs. Yeah, that's true. But there's, like, there's always kids in there. Like, summer programs, sports okay. camps, like, all sorts okay. of stuff. Okay, I, I guess like, that makes sense. It is, it is actually not too insane that they, would, that they would still have access to that.
0: So they are in the digital research lab, and they are talking to the people on uh, Megabase 1.0. And they're like, hey, we need to talk to talk to talk to Doctor Kubota because there's this other mega ranger that we don't know anything about. Um and we would really like to know something about it. And I forget the guy's name. He's Doctor Kubota's like number one dude. He's the he's the Riker to Dr. Yeah, Kubota's. He has Picard. Come up a few-
1: he does, He's come, he's been named a few times, but like, he's never like super relevant, yeah. so I also don't remember his name.
0: Um, And he's like, oh, actually, Dr. Kubota is not there, specifically because he's dealing with the Mega Silver situation. Uh, one of the Mega Rangers says, we did not know that there was a sixth one. And the guy's like, well, he's not really the sixth one, so much as he's the f- first one, but also it's complicated and we'll get back to you. <laughs>
1: Like we'll get back to you. So um we do find this out is that the suit it is the prototype, but it has now been further modified. Mm-hmm. So it's not this is not a situation where like, oh, the first one was most powerful and then like the later ones were like not as good. He he like went back and like used the prototype to, to, to make an, a yeah. new mega silver suit. Although I
0: think suit. it actually we we find out later a a detail of the suit, um, which, if you've been paying attention to the name of the episode, is a is a cool hint that you could have listened to. It's an Easter egg. Um, that actually, I think, would have made sense if this was just the straight-up prototype without any augmentation.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, we see Dr. Kubota. Now we're back. Dr. Kubota is talking to Yusuku, And Yusuku is very clearly, like, kind of chagrined about this. He's like, ah, yeah, I... I know. I'm having my Honda
0: summer. Come
1: on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, dude, you are the head of this division. You have an extremely important what's, job to do.
0: What's great is he doesn't even say you're the head of the division. He just looks at him and he's like, what is your position? Like, what is your job? Yeah. Tell me what your job is. And he's like, I'm the chief of special development division special. at INET. He's like, yeah, you are. Why isn't... Hey, you know how you've got a big project? You know how that project isn't done? You know how you're here working on your motorcycle? Um,
1: yeah. What, uh, what gives, bud? What's What's up? So Yusuku's like, it's cool. He's like, I submitted my vacation request. And Dr. Kubota's like, oh, yeah, that's sorry, I'd forgotten about that. Let me deal with that right now. And he pulls out his smartphone effectively and just says denied and he like pushes a button and there is a custom <laughs> gift that he has created that shows like the window <laughs> that opened up on the phone tearing in half and he's like denied. That is how I deal with these requests. Like go back to work.
0: Also, why were you wearing the prototype? Like, I get that you helped them win that fight, but your job is to complete a project, and that project is way more success way more important to the long-term success of the Mega Rangers than you occasionally wearing a prototype suit in the field. Like, I, I have deployed you effectively. I have delegated my tasks, and that delegation has involved you being in space, working on science, not being on your motorcycle, being an idiot.
1: And he, he just is like, man, I built it, and it's like real dope, and it was collecting dust. And Kubota's like, okay, it does, it feels like he's about to say, I get it, but he does not say, I get it. You can see there's like a moment where he feels it, and then he's like, I Do not care. Your project is, like, so important. Like, go back to work.
0: Yeah. So, we cut from here to the Nezere dimension. They're watching a video of the previous episode where Mega Silver, like, comes in to save the day right at the end. And they're like, man, gosh. Boy, we really thought we knew how many of these
1: guys there were. And this... Yeah, is, this is very upsetting. This is a... Boy, this is a bummer. Gosh, this sucks. And uh, Guy Rail rolls in. He's just like, what up, nerds? Why do you guys suck so hard? Oh, yeah. He's being and a real
0: like, so-and-so about this.
1: Yeah. They're like, um... Are you not concerned? Like, we... Now, as far as we know, they have a potentially unlimited number of rangers... Right, we've never you know, we've never
0: beaten five of them. Now there are six of them. Why is this not upsetting to you? And
1: he's like, uh, basically, you you guys suck, and you've been holding me back. So if you just let me do whatever I want, this problem will be solved.
0: And Doctor Hinowler is uh, like, and- you know what? Fine, fine. You know what? Okay, this week, you know who we got on the docket? We've got Moray. Nazare, which rhymes a little bit. Moray eel Nazare is what it should have been, but they cut it short. It's fine. I'm just saying this out loud because moray without the word eel is like, it feels weird to say.
1: Yeah, it's as though he's like concerned with social norms. Or that he's like a
0: real povitch. You know, ah. he's, he's really interested in somebody's paternity tests and maybe sending somebody to a, like, quote-unquote boot camp.
1: Or, potentially, he just loves love.
0: Well, that's what he is, Dave. That's Amore. Amore.
1: Anyways, uh, so anyways, yeah, it's Amore it's Nazare. When the moon hits and... your eye.
0: Like a big pizza pie? Oh, that's Amore Nazare.
1: I don't want this dude near my eyes. He has a very good costume. They did a pretty good job of translating a moray, which uh, famously does not have appendages, into kind of a humanoid monster. So that, that looks good. He does have sort of a gushy sound effect everywhere he walks. Well, it's he's also like dripping,
0: a, which you know is just dripping. means that the guy in that suit is dripping. That's just cut kind of, so
1: uncomfortable. Let me just sort of see if I can create the audio scape for you. Dave, it's sort Dave of like wait, a, no,
0: Dave, 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 Dave. I beg you not to do this thing. <laughs> Let me literally beg you not to do this.
1: I feel like I could have done it justice. Dave, okay. I know you it's could have done a it justice. Town. I
0: know you could have done it justice. I believe in you. I trust you. I respect you. And that's why I don't want you to do it. Because I feel like it would be too upsetting.
1: So anyways. If you were just uh... going
0: to say, he sounds like <laughs> squisha, squisha, squisha. That would be fine. But you were going to go all in because you commit and you're a professional. And I love that about you, but please don't.
1: So, <laughs> that's, uh, that'll be some, that's some Patreon content. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we go from there to the to, to the Rangers. They're in their club, and uh, they're like, dude, Yusuku is clearly a genius. Like, he is crazy smart. He's really, really good at this. He's a division head. Um, here's what we find out. Basically, the ladies and the ladies are pro Yusaku. Sure. Shun is kind of neutral. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, Kuchiru is anti anti Yusaku um, because he feels it is irresponsible. Right. He's like, he, he
0: is me. very much on Doctor Kubota's side. He's like, listen, that guy has a job to do, and whenever he's wearing that costume, he is not doing his job, and his job is science, and science is important.
1: Yeah, Kento. Now, Kento. Yeah. Kenta's got a completely also different problem not with
0: this like guy. Him. Hates him yeah. for a totally different reason.
1: Which is basically that Yusuku is cooler than Kenta and is a better at, at being a fighting Ranger.
0: Okay, here's the thing Yusuku's not cooler than Kenta. Yusuku's a complete. I mean, Kenta's kind of a dork. Yusuku is. Yusuku is Kenta. If Kenta was 25 and was only just now getting superpowers,
1: I genuinely thought that Yusuku was supposed to be like in his early 30s or early to mid 30s. I, um, I wonder how old he, the actor is. Because he, like. He definitely does not play as 25. Yeah. I thought he was way older than that. No, yeah. The fact that he's 25 makes it that. Anyways. Um, Cause like, school, okay, do you because, like, re- okay,
0: do you remember being 25 and, like,. Okay, 20, 25 really. is maybe a stretch. Do you remember being 21 or 22? You're like a senior in college, right? And although it's been some time since you were in high school, like basically the only thing that you've done since high school is be in a different school, right?
1: So it's not
0: too weird. It's
1: not too weird and for also- you to like go
0: back to your high school. And if you feel like you go back to your high school, you're like, Yeah. Now I'm the cool like semi adult who's here to show all the show all the teens what's what, uh and like you kind of get a little too puffed up about it. I, I don't think I ever went through this myself, but I definitely understand how one could go through this, and I think that's 100%
1: this entire character. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, it's he shows up. Like, right now. He just shows up at the high school, and he's like, what's up, man? I wanted to see the famous Digital Research Club. And is uh, just like, dog, you have work to do. Uh, and then is like, ooh, that computer. Like, I know that computer. And he pops on, and he uh, he puts on, like, an SOS program. He, like, I think is the idea. He's like, "Now, if you need me, you can just, like, do this thing, and I'll come help you guys. Because I'm cool. Um... It is, it is a little bit. It plays weird. It's very odd. He, he's, he's showing uh, off because he's not twenty one. Again, if you're, if you were like, even if you were twenty one in theory, somebody that you were still in high school with is still there,
0: right? yusuko right? instead is a guy who left high school, went to college, immediately went to grad school, finished grad school, stayed in sort of an academic role professionally. And then went back to high school, and he was like, listen, I was never cool in high school, but now I'm an adult, and I've done a lot of sit-ups, and I have superpowers, and I'm really smart with computers. And these are people who value sit-ups and computers, and I'm going to show them how cool I am.
1: In his defense, he does seem to, we see him a little bit later, I think without a shirt on, dude does oh. seem to have done a lot of sit-ups. Tons of
0: sit-ups. Guys,
1: cut. Yeah, yeah can I? Credit where it's due. You cannot take those sit-ups away from that man. Anyway, uh, they, get a, they get a call. They get a call. There's an emergency and a nazare reaction. Yusaku's like, I want to get in. Um, and Dr. Kubota's just like, absolutely not. You come back to work. Absolutely not. We also, get... what
0: are you doing there? I told you to come back to yeah. work already.
1: We do get a quick thing where Dr. Kubota says, I'm counting on you, Koichiru. So, I mean, that, in, like that's it. Like, Shisanto said it, uh, Yusuku said it, and now even doc- Dr. Kaboda yeah. said it. Yusuke said like, it
0: again this episode.
1: Yeah, he does. He does mention it again. That's totally right. Like, Mega Black is the leader of the Mega Rangers. And that is that is crazy to me. Right. But what's weird is
0: that he's, like, he is the leader in every way that counts, except for, like... The weird superhero moments in which Kenta is
1: definitely still like the main fighter. Right? It yeah, no, he definitely is. Although I will say they do not have two they do not have one giant combo weapon, they have two combo weapons, and one of them is built primarily around Drill Saber, and one of them is built around I don't know what it's called, but but Mega Black's weapon. Mega Rod. Yeah, thank you, Mega Rod. Which So like You know, it 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 kind of feels like,
0: and forgive me if I've said this before, because now that I'm starting to say it, it feels like I've said it before. It feels like Kuichiru is Cyclops and Kenta is Wolverine.
1: Where, like, Cyclops... I don't know that you've said that before, but it's definitely Yeah, true. like,
0: Cyclops is the leader of the X-Men, but, like, Wolverine's the guy who does the cool stuff. And it feels like, yeah, like the if same way is is cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why Gambit and Wolverine are very popular. But but if you want to be a responsible guy with glasses who gets the job done, then you're Cyclops. Yes, it me. That's me. I'm that. <laughs> a responsible boy with glasses who likes to pretend he is in charge <laughs> of anything.
1: Okay, so um. anyways... So, uh, he, Dr. Yusuke is going to ignore Dr. Kabuda, and he's about to, like, go anyways, and he, like, he pulls up the kaitizer, and he's like, mega, install! And then it, he does the whole pose, but then nothing happens. He's like, well, did I do it wrong? What happened? And Dr. Kabuda's like, no, you dummy, I blocked the transmission. Go to work! You have a job. You
0: have a salary. We're paying you for a reason. Come to space.
1: So, anyways, um, we get to the beach. There's a beach emergency. There's, like, black splotchy blops on on uh, people and in the water, and they're very sick, and there's, there's poison or something.
0: Yeah, there's, um, there, there are black spots on the people. There are black spots on fish. There are black spots in the water. It is poison. Stuff is bad.
1: Yeah. So, Yusaku is real salty about it. He covers up his bike. He's back at his apartment. He covers up his bike. He's like cool time is over he's still not going he's back to work sad. he's
0: just sulking at his apartment
1: yeah <laughs> um and then uh Morey swims around he like does a cool jump out and we we see guy rail and he and um dr hanalar and the other guys and they're like so what's your plan and he's like my plan is to turn all the oceans into black seas of death yeah. Then I will kill everything on the planet. It's a very good plan. Moray like Uganda-
0: emits poison. I'm just going to have them swim through the oceans. And then all the oceans will be poison. And then everything that's alive will stop being alive. And then we win. And everyone says. Uh,
1: Uganda. Like,
0: boy, do you know how big the oceans are? they they're extremely
1: big. They're so big. Like this plan is going to take forever. This is a terrible plan and you suck. And he's like, ah, but I figured out how to clone Moray based on some other experience. So I got like two now, and then I'm going to have like a thousand in like an hour. And then, poisoned black oceans of death, lickety split. We're going to find ourselves in a Pirates of Black Water situation. Oh, sure. Where the, where so the water is all poison, new... and the
0: only thing that can stop it is like the broken blade of the main dude, right? We could can, like, dip it yeah. in the water and that, like, dissipates the poison?
1: Is that right? There, it was something like, it was something like that. Gosh. I don't...
0: You know, it's been too long since I've seen an episode of the Pirates of Dark Water. There was a guy who was, like, a bird guy, right?
1: Yeah, his loyal crew of misfits that help in his journey are Ecomancer Tula, a monkey bird Niddler, and treasure-hungry pirate Ioz. The evil pirate lord Bloth will stop at nothing to get the treasures for himself and provides many obstacles for Ven and his crew. Yeah.
0: Parts of Darkwater, man. Get at it. I mean, we're not going to start a- so We're anyway. not about to start a Pirates of Darkwater podcast, but.
1: No, we're definitely not. If I was going to start a new, like a cartoon podcast from my childhood, it would definitely be Silverhawks. So. Uh,
0: really, Silverhawks. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, dude.
1: Yeah, Silverhawks.
0: We we have had really extensive cool. conversations about Monstar. We've had
1: extensive conversations about how good the Silverhawks are. Weirdly, my anyways, first thought like...
0: went to the Centurions, Man and Machine, Power Extreme. Um, yeah,
1: Centurions is not good. No, it's not. Nearly no, it's a as very bad Silver show. Hawks. Silverhawks would have been better. Yeah, uh, I did also think about Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Also, oh. an incredibly bad show. Yeah, Arthur and but the I Knights of Justice. I do own the first season on the DVD. So, anyways, oh, so okay.
0: Before we get back into the plot of this episode, Dave, and I don't want to delay too long because we spent a long time oh, on the, the five stars.
1: Evil down, with the knights of the, of the table, table round. round. This is terrible. Yeah, Sorry. No, this
0: is bad audio. Uh, Mark, if there's a way to salvage that, go for it. Otherwise, it never happened. <laughs> um, okay, Dave, I got a question for you. Guy Rail has discovered how to clone more Nezere, right? Yes. And he's like, listen, this plan would be bad if there was only one of these Nezere monsters, but with a thousand of them, we can definitely destroy the Earth. That's,
1: that's a very good plan.
0: That's true with any of these Nezere monsters, right? Like, this is episode 25. If there had been oh, one thousand of had, like- any of them... Then that's just it. A thousand
1: rhino Nazarees yeah. would take care of the problem. A thousand yeah, Nazarees sure. would
0: have absolutely destroyed the earth. Like the yeah, I technology that. is the important part here. <laughs> and if this is the only time, I, I guess we also got it with the uh, there was a frog Nazaree that had like yeah, eggs toad, that were toad spawning Nazare or something during yeah, the episode where that. Miku became like super, like Lucy super Miku. Miku. Yeah. unlimited. You know, give me that pill.
1: Unlimited, Biku. Um.
0: Anyway, yeah, th- that's all I wanted to bring up is that if this is the only time that the plan is make one thousand of these, then that is a a wasted scientific it's opportunity a, yeah, for it's the just a Gross,
1: gross oversight. Anyways, they're like, okay, that's actually if you can do that, that's actually a very good plan. Go for it. So the Rangers are checking out the docks. They're looking around. They're sort of sneaking. Uh, and they see, like, these we- squelchy footprints, and they're like, ah, this is what's going on. And, uh, doc- oh, we- sorry, we forgot to say, Dr. Kubota told uh, Yusuku, he's like, stay where you are. I am sending a transport for you to, like, bring you back to space. It does turn out the transport is just a car. Yeah. Seems weird, but whatever. I think it's a Lincoln. Not sure. Could be. And he's like, man, I really wanted to stay, but he he keeps the kaitizer. He still has it with him. So foreshadowing. So the Rangers uh, fight them some Kune Kune. Uh, there is one point in this fight that I do want to talk about very briefly, which is that Mega Blue does do a testicle grab on the Kune Kune, and yeah. it is effective, which implies that the Kune Kune have testicles. Wolfman, first of all, the yeah, uh, that they that the kune-kune clothes are in fact like a costume that they are wearing, and also that they have testicles, which implies that they procreate. Which is an uncomfortable degree of, like, uh, humanization mm-hmm. for the kune-kune to me, because they do just spend a lot of time getting, like, disintegrated.
0: You know, I feel like the last time we saw a move like that, and I could be mistaken... But the last time that I recall seeing a move like that was in Die Ranger. Oh man! When um, Daigo, because you know Daigo had the staff, would sometimes uh, he'd go for a low blow when they were fighting the. Um, oh gosh! It was in, it started with a K. Cotopoteros. Cotopoteros, thank you. Yes, there is definitely a I have seen and perhaps even retweeted a gif. Of Daigo uh, going for a low blow on the Kotopotoros. Although, the Kotapotaros always felt more individual and alive than the Kune, Kune have.
1: Yeah, 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 they do, definitely. They have a lot more personality. The Kune, Kune just sort of like, bloop, 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 bloop around. Um, I feel like Wumpers have the least amount of personality. Kune, Kune are like, just above that. Yes, so... That's all weird. Um, they try to close in on Moray Nezere. He's got like a poison spray mouth thing that he can do. And they're like, "That's we can't get that. Um, they call him the Cyber Sliders. And they're trying to kind of escape. And then we find out that Moray Nezere clone has a weird power. Which yeah, is he can like shoot out an energy grid that is like a force field that then solidifies into a net. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's like a fish monster and it's like a fishing net sort of thing.
0: Yeah, but the fish don't make the nets. Man,
1: it's just, I feel like a lot of the monsters here are just like word association monsters. Like fish, fish, net. He's got an energy net. Like, rock on, dude. Yeah, awesome. I mean,
0: here are Here are the important things about the monster this week. There is one of them, but there could be more of them later.
1: Well, there's two of them right in that yes so uh gyrail <laughs> rolls in and he does do a full on classic like look there's one not one but two and then there's going to be a thousand more and i can clone them and blah 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 like it's a real classic like villain monologue yeah and in, in
0: my notes it just says gyrail reveals his evil plan
1: yeah uh so gyrail he's got them all trapped and he's like i'm going to wait for the sixth ranger uh we go up to space
0: and, and this is the great Dr. Kubota moment that I was referencing earlier when I was saying that this is a great Dr. Kubota episode.
1: Yes. He is, like, he is flipping out. Not in, like, a panicked like, way, but he's, like...
0: No, but he's, like, the Mega Rangers are in trouble. They're all trapped in a net. And he's, like, taking off his lab coat and walking towards, like, the hangar bay. He's, like, I'm gonna get in the Digitank. I'm gonna go down there and we're gonna save them. And then we're gonna stop these people from destroying the Earth. Because that's what needs to happen, and I am, like, the
1: boss, and I'm going to put myself in harm's way for
0: this. And it's extremely good.
1: Yeah, dude, and he, like, he sells it. Like, he is absolutely about to get in that tank to go go take care of this. And uh, Yusuku hops on, he's like, dude. Like, I th- come on, man. Like, you old man Kubota are about to go hop in the tank. Like, I'm literally right here. Like, I've got the Kiteizer, just let me, like... Do my thing. This is going to be awesome. And he's like, fine. But like, this is it. This is not a thing. You're not Mega Silver. You're just going to go do this one thing, this one, this two second time, a second time. This is the only time, though. Don't get used to it. And he's like, nice. And then he just like hops on his motorcycle. He just hops on his motorcycle and drives over to where they are. And it does feel like they should get him some sort of, like, super transport. Yeah. Well, okay. No, here's the thing.
0: I like the fact that he doesn't have a super transport because when he shows up, he starts fighting. Yeah, the this actually Kina, is a great do- moment. He doesn't transform. He's fighting just by himself because he's done so many sit-ups, Dave. He does. He's just fighting untransformed. And the other Mega Rangers who are caught in the net, they're like, hey... Um, you're, you're a superhero. You're a superhero and you're fighting monsters. Why don't you use your superpowers? He's like, dude, do not rush me. Like everything in its due time. We're going to get to it. Just chill for like, a second. I
1: will get there. He's got a real cool combat style. He's got a very sort of like UFC, like ground and pound. It's a lot of like flying elbow tackles and then he'll like punch it's a, lot a, arm yeah, it's
0: very, a lot of arm drags. yeah it's a lot of arm
1: drags it's a cool style it's pretty unique you don't see that from the other rangers so he says he then he kind of finally like gets some space from the uh the kunikune and he's like i could only be mega silver for two and a half minutes i'm like i do not know why you said that guy Real is right there
0: right but but what he says he gives a little more explanation than that he says the suit is so powerful that you can only wear it for two and a half minutes. Like... Yeah, like... Like, it, it gives me the impression that, like, if he did not install an, auto- an automatic shutoff to happen at the end of two and a half minutes, he would just explode. Yeah. Which is really cool. It, it's a great thing to have, especially for a sixth ranger who, like, gets pulled in, but, you know, there's gonna be complications.
1: I dig it because it is an explanation as to why he's so much stronger. Because he is like clearly, like definitively stronger than the other rangers, you yeah. know. Um, and I really like it as an explanation. I think it's very, I think it's very, very cool.
0: And you know what's interesting is that, like, because this is the what the third time that we've had a sixth ranger because there was uh, there was Ko and Die Ranger right and then there was uh good old what's his name an O Ranger the teen the teen who had the pyramid oh from ancient uh, times Ricky. but the the other six, one of the other sixth rangers that I have seen in Sentai is a show that we have not covered and probably never will is Ju Ranger and in Ju Ranger the sixth ranger also weirdly has kind of a similar time limitation it's not a time limitation per transformation. It's well, not like every time he do this. it. I can... He
1: has like a total because there's like a candle that's burning down or something, right?
0: Right. He knows how much time is left in his life. And every time he goes to become the Green Ranger, it is burning out part of like a very visible, very short, finite amount of his lifespan. And it feels like this is a reframing of that in a way that's like, yeah, like we're going to do a, a kind of a similar thing. We're going to have a sixth ranger that can be around sometimes, but can't just always be around to augment the team. And I think that's a much better narrative device. Yeah,
1: it is. It it does make him really cool. So uh, he calls in, he's got something called the auto slider, which is like a cyber slider. It's very cool. And they're like, dude, it's a trap. And then as the energy net comes down, he goes bike mode and it turns into a motorcycle with lasers on it. It does seem wild that they took that out of the prototype. That's such an amazing feature. Why would you (laughs) why would you have that and then say, like, nah, just stick with the cyber slider? Anyways, there is a great moment (laughs) Where four of the rangers were like, that's so cool. And Kent just like, damn you. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> like, I'm so angry. How
0: dare you be this cool in front of me?
1: Uh, yeah, he just blasts straight through the wall. Uh, he blasts the side- slider beam is out of his bike. And he destroys all the tanks. And Guy rails like, all right, well, this plant has gone south. Like, I'm out.
0: I do like that when he cra- when Mega Silver crashes through the wall and shoots all of the machines, he's like, you've already lost. We're like, dude, Guy Rail and two versions of Mori Nezori are still there. And instead of freeing the Mega Rangers, you drove past them on your motorcycle saying, I'm going to deal with this situation. I'll free you in a minute. Like, that does not necessarily mean that this fight is over. You have definitely made an error and you are fighting three to one right now yeah this is this is now, not great as it turns out obviously our heroes do not lose yeah no they're
1: but. fine um so kent is like i do not like that i keep having to be rescued he manages to like activate battle Rise. with so they slice through the net uh they start fighting and then there's a really great bit so like Morin azure goes down he gets gigantified silver mm-hmm. is still fighting the small Clone of Mori Nazareth, He's like, I've got a minute and a half left. So the Rangers summon... It's not is Delta... It's Ultra, Ultra Mega? Delta Ultra Mega? It's a super, super Galaxy super Mega. Super Galaxy Mega, thank you. They summon Super Galaxy Mega, and we get... I think this might be, as far as, like, direction and cinematography, the top five fight scenes, top three maybe, top three fight scenes oh. I've ever seen in Sentai. It,
0: it's extremely it's dope. It's super so here, rad. So before we get into what Dave is going to describe, because it is very good, there is a brief bit that I think is narratively very well done. Which is that BBDB has made the original Galaxy Mega grow. And then when Mega Silver has is like g- doing very well against the cloned uh Nazarei. BBDB shows up. He's like, hey, I'm going to make you giant too. But Mega Silver is like, wait, hold on. Like, I don't want to deal with a giant. All I have to deal with is this tiny golf ball idiot who floats around and yeah. infects people. I'm not going to target Moray clone right now. I'm just going to target BBDB. And so he shoots BBDB. And BBDB's like, oh, well... Uh, this is bad for me. I need to leave immediately. And so we get into this situation where Super Galaxy Mega is fighting the giant Mori And Mega Silver is fighting the smaller Mori But we know now that the smaller one isn't going to have the opportunity to grow.
1: So basically the fight is just kind of like they're all fighting all kind of at once. Um, and it's, it's pretty good until the last 10 seconds where it gets amazing. Because what it does is uh, Mega Silver says 10 seconds left, basically, like I've got to go all out, and he drops his att- uh, his super attack, which is called Blazer Impact, and hits just like a slow mo shot of him like running forward with his blaster, like machine gun blaster firing the thing. And it, you like, you get a shot of Mega Silver, and then you get a shot of Super Galaxy Mega, and then it goes 10 and then back to Mega Silver, then Super Galaxy Mega, nine. Silver Mega Eight, and it just like counts down, and it's like flashing back and forth, and we're seeing like single shots of like fists flying and blasts going, and like Moray Nazare's getting staggered. Um, I don't know if there's—I mean, I guess you could just go to Shout Factory and just look up this last ten seconds. I don't think we have a way to put a clip out of it, but it—it uh, it would have been good on it rules. any show. It would have been good on any show. Like, this was extremely. This feels
0: like the sort of thing that it's such a good idea and so well done that it feels like we're in episode 25. There's probably another, maybe another, I I don't know exactly how many episodes of uh, Mega Ranger there are, but we're probably about at the halfway mark, right? I feel like we're probably going to see this a lot going forward. And I am excited to see it every time i think that this is a really fun way to direct and shoot like and cut together this sort of episode ending yeah love it it's really well yeah done. they
1: they knocked out of the park with this one uh so we go from oh, and
0: and right at the end as it hits as it counts down as mega silver's thing counts down to zero he has just finished hitting the final shot uh he goes into like his cool pose and zero hits. He transforms out of Mega Silver back into just being regular Yusuke, and then the explosion happens behind him while he's still posing. Mwah! chef kiss, beautiful, yeah. love it.
1: I think this is. Uh, I think this is kind of going to be his move, and uh, it's it's pretty sick.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now we get back into a part of the episode where we remember that he's actually really a dark. he's a
1: giant nerd we go to the beach and uh the rangers are all hanging out and kenta does not want to admit that mecha silver is very cool and they're like dude you're just jealous and he's like um, i'm definitely not jealous because i'm cool and he's a big dumb nerd uh then Yusuku shows up in like a big inflatable tube and sl- flippers and swim trunks and he's like guys where are your swimsuits and it's like bro you are 25 and they are in high school you're increasing desire to hang out with them and just show up where they are particularly at the beach i'm not sure why uh not reading well
0: yeah it's one of those things not where he's a like, great yeah. look like now i am finally the cool high schooler but he is 25 he is definitely and being 25. a cool high schooler when you're 25 is not good no, it's
1: not a good look <laughs> And so he's trying
0: to do stuff. And again, like, Shun and Miku and Chisato are like, yeah, we'll hang out with this guy. He's cool. He's done a bunch of sit-ups. We can see it. He's not wearing a shirt right now. Uh, Ko is mad that he's not in his office, and Kenta just doesn't want him to be there because he is vying for the spotlight. And then two dudes in lab coats show up, and they were like, Yusaku, chief, you need to get back to the office. You really have got to. Like... Like, each one of them grabs one of his arms and just literally drag him away from the beach. And he's like, but I just learned to
1: swim!
0: Uh, so that's the Anyway, end. great episode. An am- love yeah. Mega Silver. He's a huge dork. And I'm really looking forward to loving and hating him. Um, mostly loving, but like, you know. I, I'm gonna love how much he sucks. I think, is yeah. what's going to happen in a lot of situations. But also, love how much he rules, because I think that's also true. But, Dave, speaking of things that suck and things that rule, we've got a list. And on the top of that list is Jim, the Demon Fist, and he rules. And at the bottom of that list is somebody who sucks. I'm not even going to bother to look at it. He's a guy who we hate.
1: It's, it's a couple g- of guys who it's we hate. Two Actually, at the that very hate, bottom yeah. of the list, it. It's three, it's three guys. It's three people, actually. And we, we do hate them all.
0: Um, but somewhere in the middle, Dave, is Maury Nazare. Not in the middle of the list. No, probably near the yeah,
1: he's, like, he's... Right, like... Okay, so he does... Man, okay, he looks cool. He doesn't have much going for him. Uh, again, this is really about Mega Silver being being very cool and i'm just i'm kind of looking at the list and like down at the bottom yeah there's like rhino neserae at like 183 an elephant at 185 and that's kind of where this this stingray is 187 that's kind of where this dude is at he just kind of is there to get to get blasted he doesn't even like do much of anything so, I would say... Okay,
0: so la- last week was number 164. That was the Buffalo Nazare, who was able to copy the data of things Buffalo Nazare is way him-
1: cooler than this dude.
0: Okay, so let's jump down to the next Nazare on the list. Which is actually quite a bit further down, is Rhino Nazare at 183. Yeah, so... Rhino Nazare is a rhino... And rhinos are cool.
1: Yeah, rhino and elephant Nezere are definitely cooler than this guy. Uh, I, He's cooler than stingray Nezere because stingray Nezere looks real dumb. I'll give him that. Okay,
0: so so we've we've only got a few spots between... Okay, so elephant Nezere is right in the middle. Is he better or worse than elephant Nezere? Elephant Nezere is just kind of a bad... Elephant Nezere is just kind of a bad rhino Nezere.
1: Yeah, but he is a cool elephant. But he's not the he's
0: far from the coolest elephant that we have. Well, yeah, this is probably the coolest eel that we have.
1: All right, based on the fact that he's not the coolest elephant, but this is probably the coolest eel, I will give it to you one spot up from Elephant Nezere. I think that might be okay. my I think Jet Fighter Dimension is my ceiling here. Okay,
0: so again, Jet Fighter Dimension from Jetman it's a cool idea that is basically just there for the heroes to defeat. I mean, ultimately, that's what all these people are. But, you know, the people at the top of the list give you a lot more to work with. Yeah. So, Moray and is the new number, 185. Again, that is out of 203. So, pretty bad.
1: Pretty not, yeah, pretty bad, I would say. Again,
0: Mega Ranger is great. A lot of the Nazare monsters, pretty low. But the, but
1: the good ones are good.
0: Dave, speaking of things that are pretty cool, the Super Sentai Brothers. That's us, Dave. That's us. And this is going to do it for another episode of our show, The Spy Who Loved Mega Ranger. Before we finish up here, I would like to remind you all that you can email the show at supersentaibrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or check out what we are talking about on Twitter, we are at SuperSentaiBros. If you like the show, please remember that shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Rate, review, subscribe on there. That is what's going to help new people find the show. Tell a friend. Tell a foe. Tell a villainous Nazare from a twisted dimension. Should you encounter them? I was going to
1: say, if you have an option to do that, yeah, do definitely actually do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen. Much like the hamburger discussed earlier, unlikely that you will have that situation, but... It would be intriguing. The Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. To listen to any of the other Retrograde Orbit Radio shows, you can find them all at retrogradeorbitradio.com. Once again, we are the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we'll see you next week for the greatest show on Earth. Mega, mega.